Hey everybody, it's Will. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. And today's episode is a lot about two different types of personalities. The first is the Starbucks manager. Now the Starbucks manager by nature is a very non-confrontational creature. They have a lot of rules, they have a lot of conflicting rules, and they're never ever allowed to confront anybody. So basically from its inception, Starbucks has become this huge like homeless haven. Doesn't matter what they do, they just kind of run amok and the management are as non-confrontational about it as they can be and still keep their jobs. And then the other personality we're here to talk about, what happens to a regular person when they decide that chemically they need to be a different kind of person. So they go from being maybe special to being wonderful. And so that's what today's episode is, some kind of wonderful. And it starts. The first sip of coffee and the door to Starbucks opens and Mr. Wonderful stumbles in. Now two things stand out. One, he's not a regular customer. He doesn't even mess with the line. He just makes a beeline for the bathroom. The kind of line a bee makes when it's been up for two days on a nasty cocktail of meth, weed, and jack straight out of the bottle, warm. Two, he looks like shit. His clothes were nice once. Now they need a wash and a good pressing by someone who knows how. The manager spies him like a hawk the first second. His job's not an easy one. He has a Starbucks in a really nice section of town, so he gets a higher class of people. But he's also about a block from the beach, so he gets the best the beach has to offer. Mostly it's just the homeless, harmless for the most part right up until they aren't. Enter Mr. Wonderful. Now he bypasses the bathroom and goes right through the back door into the back room. As the door has a security keypad on it that keeps you out, I'm not sure how he did that. All I can think of is somebody left it ajar. The manager sees it too. He bolts for the back just as Mr. Wonderful re-emerges from the back, goes into the bathroom. Now the door to the back room opens and the manager steps out. He looks at me with his hands held halfway up in a what-the-fuck gesture. I'm always so helpful. I point at the bathroom. I view my job mainly as self-entertainment, but I can be helpful. The door is slightly ajar at the bathroom. Now I view barging in on a meth head while he shits as a potentially bad idea. You get cut that way. The manager, however, views this as job one, which is kind of unusual because most Starbucks managers are like non-confrontational. I believe it's in the corporate manual, but they don't confront people. So this was a little out of character, but it was so much fun to watch. Now what ensues is like a little tension bomb dream come true. I mean, I know it's gonna be a good day now. But in the following exchange, the manager is speaking loud. He's not yelling, but he's using his authority voice. It's actually in the Starbucks manual. You can look it up. Mr. Wonderful, he's the one yelling. Manager sticks his head in the bathroom. Dude, what were you doing in my back room? Dude, you aren't allowed in there. Dude, don't go in there again. I'm taking a shit. The door closes and the manager goes into the back. I am no longer pretending to mind my own business and I'm just openly watching and kind of giggling. The tension in the Starbucks has an interesting effect. Those at the tables that had their their coffee fixed, they clean up and leave immediately. The caffeine addicts in line, they're a little uneasy, but they need their fix so they're staying. Addiction always trumps fear. As for my fix, I'm getting it right now. 
so just leave me alone. An Alabama tick would be an easier thing to dig out of here than me. Act 2, bathroom door opens. Mr. Wonderful comes out of the bathroom, bloodshot eyes casting about, looking for the point of ignition. In other words, whoever interrupted his crapping. Hunter S. Thompson once said, You can turn your back on a man, but don't ever turn your back on a drug. I hold still, kind of like there's a bear that's entered camp. I don't want it to, like, catch my look, and I wait for the manager to make an appearance. But in true Starbucks management fashion, he doesn't. He's hiding out in his back room. Mr. Wonderful appears to be more than a little disoriented and can't remember who accosted him in the bathroom. So one of the helpers on the low end of the Starbucks totem pole comes out to sweep. Mr. Wonderful turns on him and takes an aggressive step. Was that you? Excuse me? Were you the one that stuck his head in the door? I don't know what you mean. This dialogue is repeated as Mr. Wonderful makes his way through the entire staff. The cashier, the runner, the barista. You don't fuck with the barista as a general rule in a Starbucks. Finally, he wanders over to the corner table near the front door, muttering to himself. Mr. Wonderful is not being special for us. He begins to talk to people randomly, making odd comments. Here's my favorite three. Number one, you look just like the governor of South Carolina. Number two, organic milk rocks. Number three, that's funny. Along with giggling, however... Nobody was walking in or walking by. He's just doing this to himself. Finally, and I'm certain it would have shocked him if he could, he dozes off. Probably for the first time in days. And that's when the police arrive. Now the black and white prowl car rolls past, nice and slow. And almost on cue, the manager walks by the front of Starbucks, going in the same direction. My question is, how the hell did he get out there? I think they might have a secret door somewhere. A few minutes later, the police come in. Now, as is common these days, all police wear bulletproof vests, which I kind of approve of. I mean, they get shot at, fair's fair. One of the cops, a shaved head bull of a man, sits down at the table across from Mr. Wonderful. The motion jars him awake. Now, the biggest fear a meth head has in this life is of the police, who will, quote-unquote, jack him up for no reason. Good morning, Mr. Wonderful. They all chit-chat quietly for a few minutes, with Mr. Wonderful trying hard not to tweak, which only makes him tweak harder. Finally, the cops are done with the preliminaries. They stand, and they invite Mr. Wonderful to take the air with them. Well, that sounds pleasant. And he goes without a whimper. Smart move. You don't mess with people who train for this situation and do it for a living. Out the door, they all go together. And a few minutes later, I see them all driving off together. The cops in the front... Mr. Wonderful relaxing in the back. Perhaps they're going to the movies. I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like more, listen to more episodes, or go to Amazon and search Caffeinated Humor. There's a series of books out based on the blog and podcast that you're going to love. Also, you can go to bittermac.com, the home of the Caffeinated Humor blog, B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-C dot com. Thank you much and have a great day.